the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. It's the Great Commission, and that is the focus we have next here on Times of Refreshing. The Great Commission, the calling, the mandate. It is who we are as believers in Christ and what we are to be about. And it is our focus today here on Times of Refreshing with Pastor Napoleon Kaufman from The Well, a Christian community right here in Livermore, California. We are back in Matthew as we focus in on this commission, what Jesus has called us to do as he has left us. He's been given all authority on heaven and earth. What does he do with it? He transfers it to you and I and calls us to go out. That's the Great Commission. And that's today on Times of Refreshing. Sometimes it could be a joy. Sometimes it could be a real pain when God is trying to take your pride away. And you like your pride. And you like telling people to get out of your face. And you like it when you... You're bossy McGrossy. And God's saying, look. <laughs> and God's saying, look, I got to take you, bossy, because I'm the boss. Can I have an amen, y'all? I got to take you. I got to clean you up. And God starts to detox you. And then you, we go through this process of discipleship. Somebody say discipleship. So we have people that come to the church. You're giving your life to God. Now there's a process of discipleship where you come to Sunday morning and you get your teaching. You go to Welcome to Christian Living. You get involved in the rock school, in the school of worship, and you serve. You start to get, go through this process where God starts to reprogram your mind to start thinking like Him. And your flesh is crying out saying, no, 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 no. I like that aspect. The devil's saying, you need to keep that because nobody's going to talk to you like that. And then the devil starts egging you on, and you have to learn how to surrender. Discipleship is about surrendering also. You give up, and you let God have his way, and then God starts to change you. And the new you becomes his masterpiece. So Jesus said, he said, make disciples. He's telling us the Great Commission isn't just about preaching. It's about making disciples. We get out. Now we take people through the process of making disciples. And sometimes for pastors and leaders, it's easy to sit up here and preach and to communicate the word of God. It's another thing to walk down these stairs and then have to really dig into people's with, with people and dig in with them and then allow them to go through this process with you. And then you're going through this process with them and then really have to do some work to help people. That's when people say, I don't want to be a pastor anymore. I feel like God's calling me. 
to real estate. And he's calling, he's calling me. He's calling me to real estate. I feel this anointing to sell and buy. So I'm saying bye-bye to, to the church. I'll be there, though. I'll serve. I'll come and you know, stay everybody. But I, that's what happens because it's not easy. Having to walk people through and go through. But Jesus said this was the discipleship is all about. Now watch this. He says, make disciples, he says, of all nations. Now, this tells me if you have any prejudice, if you have any biases in your life, if you have any racism in your heart, no matter what color you are, if you have something in your heart against a person and, and then... You can't, God can't use you to minister to them because of the skin pigmentation. Or you feel uncomfortable. There's no way you can fully, can fulfill the great commission and be authorized by the Lord and fulfill what God is asking you to do if you can only do it with one classification of person. One ethnicity. That you're locked in. Well, you're not going to see the fullness of what God can do in your life if you're only locked into one ethnicity. And then God can't do anything and God can't really use you if now you're biased or you have prejudice in your heart towards a person or a people group or a social economic class. Well, I only minister to wealthy people, brother. Can I have an amen, y'all? Because now, now, this is what James said. How do you dishonor this poor man? So now the church is just filled with a certain kind of people because you, you, you can't minister to anybody else except they're on your level. How can God use us? He can't. He said, preach the gospel. He said, to all nations. And so what happens is God has to deliver us from this hidden prejudice and, and bias and stuff that's in people's hearts. And then, and then, and then God is saying, I, I can't use, I, how can I use you? I can't just send you to white people. I can't just send you to black people. Because your neighbor is Chinese. You need to minister to him too. Can I have an amen? You need to minister to him. And you need to minister to him. And you need to minister to him. Can I have an amen? Whoever you come across, preach the gospel to everybody and everything. To all creation. And, and what happens is we get to a point where we limit ourselves. We limit ourselves. That we can't preach in a certain climate or atmosphere because we have this hidden stuff going on in our lives. I'm going to come down to the altar. But I, heard, I hope this kind of person doesn't pray for me. I can't, I can't do it can't do it and then God said well then you're going to stay stuck because every time you come to the altar I'm going to have that kind of person find you can I have an amen can I have an amen he said all nations said make disciples of all nations I'm going to have that person come and see how free you really are can I have an amen y'all can we break some change this morning can we break some change because that's what happens we got, we got bias. He says, every nation, 
But what happens is people have prejudice in their heart and they get this stuff in their heart and then they get, and then people, well, you know, I can't, I can't have that person pray with me because I was watching them on, I was looking at them on Facebook and they're a Republican. I can't have them pray over me because they're a Democrat. They, they supported Donald Trump. I can't have them pray for me. I can't have them pray for me because they supported uh, Barack Obama. I just can't have them pray. How stupid is that? How stupid is that? When the king of the universe, can I have an amen, is walking through the aisles, but I got all this junk in my heart, and that I can't receive from the king through this vessel because of something stupid like their color or this or that. Come on, y'all. What are we doing? We got to wake up and understand that in Christ, there is neither Jew nor Gentile. There is neither male nor free female. This all in Christ and the blood of Jesus puts us all on the same level. Can I have an amen? It doesn't matter if you're rich or poor, if you're riding in a Bentley outside, or you're riding in a bucket. Jesus Christ, his power. Oh, my goodness. Don't make me start running up in here. His power will flow through a willing vessel. And it doesn't matter your socioeconomic background. He said, make disciples of all nations. So in my mind, I'm thinking, I don't care. I don't care if you're purple. We're going to preach to you. Can I have an amen, y'all? He says, go therefore, look at verse 19, go therefore and make disciples of all nations. He says, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Somebody say, baptize. Understand that when it comes to baptism, the Bible talks about the water baptism talks about the, the baptism of the Holy Spirit. The Bible talks about the baptism of fire. Understand that here the context is the water baptism. And for us, water baptism is so important because if you are a Christian, you want to publicly acknowledge your, your um, identification with Christ in his death, burial, and resurrection. You want to make a public statement before heaven and the earth that I am identifying with Christ. The same way that Christ died, I, am, I have died. And the same way that Jesus Christ was buried, that that old me is buried. And the same reason, and the same way Jesus was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, that I am rising up out of this water and I am new in Christ. You want to make a public statement. Baptism back in the day was a very, very scary thing to do because when you did that, understand that they would kill you for that. In certain countries now, our brothers and sisters are being killed for for being baptized. In this country, we have the liberty and luxury of being baptized. We got baptistries. We we could do it in the field. We could do it in the park. We can do it. We can get baptized in the ocean. We can just do it so freely. And then people, they say they want to walk with Christ or they say they walk with Christ, but they refuse to be baptized. 
Jesus said, Jesus said clearly here, he said, make disciples. He said, baptizing them in the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. That you're identifying with God. I'm identifying with God. I'm identifying with the Godhead. And I'm making a public show before every demon that I'm no longer on your side. <laughs> I'm on the Lord's team. This is my team. I'm being submerged in him. That I'm, I'm being totally identified with him. And so now in heaven, you have to understand the devil's a legalist. He sees when you're doing things right. He sees when you're doing things wrong. And he also knows our hypocrisies. And he also knows when we're fearful or timid or don't want to really identify with Christ. God, I know they go to church. And I know you're the king of the universe and you, you told them to be baptized. But they don't want to be baptized. They don't want to identify with you. They don't, want to, they don't want to do what you said. They just want to go to church and hear a good message and be inspired. But they don't want to identify with you in your death, burial, and resurrection, Jesus. The Bible calls the devil the accuser of the brethren. When he went to go get Job, he, he, said, he said, skin for skin, let me touch his body and we'll see what happens. You know, the, devil, the devil's always trying to discredit you. But you can't, give him, you can't give him any ammunition. Can I have an amen? You, you, want, you want the devil to say, well, you know, they did. They got baptized and they really are serious about you, huh? Well, let me, let me try something else. You, you don't want the devil... To be able to go before God and say, look, they won't even get baptized. They don't want to identify with you. But look at them, God. They, 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 whoo, they know how to wear that warrior's jersey, don't they? They can identify with the warriors, but they can't identify with you. Oh, that's a little deep right there. That's too much for y'all. <laughs> I see some of y'all looking around like. <laughs> but we're going to get you free today. <laughs> Come on, baby. Look what he says. Baptizing them, verse 19. Baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son of the Holy Spirit. Look at verse 20. He says, teaching them. Somebody say, teaching them. He says, teaching them to observe all things that I have commanded you. So now what we want to do is a part of the discipleship process is the teaching aspect, the Great Commission involves teaching. One of the best things that ever happened to me was I had a pastor who was not impressed with me. He cared about Jesus and what Jesus was doing in my life. And so he said to me when I first got saved, son, you may know football, but you don't know this. So I need you to sit down right here in the front row, and I'm going to teach you. The Holy Spirit's going to teach you, and you're going to grow, and you're going to mature. But, but your zeal, you need to watch it. And I'll never forget him telling me. He said, your zeal, you better watch it because your zeal can kill. You want to have a good foundation. And so what happens to us is if a person comes in, and they're just excited. Saints, excitement wears off. And then you got to grind it out. Yeah. 
Can I have an amen? They're excited. Oh, I'm so excited. I'm, oh, wow. Let's go. Let's go to the nations. Let's go to the world. Woo-hoo-hoo. Then one trial comes. Um, uh, we're such and such. Um, they, um, they, um, uh, you haven't been to church? Yeah, I'm struggling right now. I just, listen, God doesn't want us <laughs> to have spiritual ADD. That's real, y'all. And so when he told me that, I never forgot that. He said, listen, your zeal can kill. You want to have a foundation. You want to be solid. You want to be stable in what you're doing. You want to be doctrinally sound. So take your time and let God break you down and build you up and get you solid. And I never forgot that because what happens is sometimes we'll learn something and the Bible says knowledge puffs up. You read one book in the Bible, and now you want business cards. Can I have an amen, y'all? We want to we we wanna be taught, and as your pastor, I am telling you, I will never stop learning. No man knows like he ought to know. We have to think soberly, always getting in the Word of God to gain insight into what the Scripture says. We have to be taught for the rest of our lives. The minute you think that you've arrived, you're getting ready to fall. Can I have an amen? But this is a part of we need to be taught. As men, we need to be taught. We need to be taught. Stop thinking you know it. You don't know everything. Let's get in here together and learn. It's important for all of us to understand that. It's, and also as women, understand everybody needs to be taught. Well, Jesus said, teaching them to observe all things that I've commanded you. We want to get into the teachings of the Lord, grow, and this is a part of the Great Commission. The Great Commission isn't just preaching. It's discipleship. It's the process of teaching people and people embracing that, making the investment in their spiritual life just like you would do in your natural life. If we go to school, we go to college, and we, go to, and we try to acquire all this knowledge, we'll sit down with the CEOs and the business people because, because you know, we, if we could just get this degree, then I can get more money. And I can, but then when it comes to graduating in God... Can I have an amen, y'all? And being taught and instructed and making, taking the time to make that investment in my spiritual life, we don't have time for that. We think that God's just going to supernaturally make me deep. But you have to get in this Bible, y'all, and you got to study to show yourself approved before God, a workman that, that, that rightly divides the word of God and is not ashamed. We got to take time to make the investment. I'm going to work, then I'm going to Bible study because I want to make the investment. I'm going to work, I'm going to church on Sunday. I want to make the investment. I got to make the investment in my spiritual life. I got to grow. At night, I'm going to read my Bible. I'm going to get off Twitter. I'm going to get off Facebook, spying on everybody. We'll be on Twitter, uh, Facebook all night. 
Like, what they doing? Where he at? Oh, no, that brother was a fool back in the day. Look at him now. Okay. And we on there spying all night. And you don't even want to see the person. It's not like you're there saying, okay, that's my friend. No, no you just want to check on them. I know I'm preaching that because some of y'all. <laughs> the Facebook stalkers. Dun, 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 dun. And then God says, okay, I want you to study the book of Mark. <laughs> In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God. And the <laughs> study the book of John. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God, and the thing was in the beginning with God. Look at your neighbor and tell them, we got to be taught. We got to be taught. We got to be taught. Part of the Great Commission is to be taught. It's not just to go out and win souls, but when you, you win the souls and then you take them through discipleship process, then he says this, and lo, I am with you always, even to the end of this age. This should bring such comfort to all of us. Knowing that with this mission that we're on to go out into all the world and preach the gospel, then bring people in, make disciples, teaching them to observe all the things Jesus has said. Jesus is saying, as you go through this process, I'm with you the whole way. I didn't leave you as orphans. I went to prepare a place for you. And he sent forth his spirit to also, we talked about this last week, he sent forth his spirit also to partner with us to go forth. And Jesus is walking through the aisles of this church. He's with us. As you go through this process, when you stand, when you stand on your job, when you stand in the community, you stand as a representative. As you stand as a businessman, as you stand as a coach, as you stand as someone that's serving and working hard on, at FedEx and UPS and all these other places, understand you're not standing there by yourself. You're standing there with the king of kings. Can I have an amen? And he's with you as you're going through this process. Well, we need to stop being so insecure in our walk with Christ and our willingness to share when we got the king standing right by our side. And you having the king standing by your side is not a matter of feeling. Can I have an amen, y'all? It is not a matter of your feeling. Because you may feel like, like every demon has attacked you and like you're going through it. But understand, just because you don't feel him does not mean that he's not there. <laughs> there is a knowing in your spirit that you have to have that is tied to your faith. That gives you the confidence and boldness that, Lord, even if I don't feel you, I know in my spirit that you're standing right here by my side. And you said what you would be with me always as you go through this process. I want to challenge everyone here this morning as I'm challenging myself. We got to get out here and we got to confront the devil and we got to help people experience Jesus Christ. Once we help them to experience Jesus, we have to be bold enough to walk alongside people for a while to help them get on their feet. 
if you can. You got to be willing to say, you know what, I'm going to make the time. Sometimes you don't feel like you have time, but we typically have time for the things that we care about. And if you care about people, whether they're black, white, Chinese, Japanese, whether they're Vietnamese, whether they're from Spain, wherever, if you care about people, you will invest the time to help to disciple them and take them through the process. Can I have an amen? Then you don't have to be a preacher to help to disciple someone. You don't have to be a prophet to disciple someone. You don't have to be a pastor to disciple someone. You can be a Christian that is filled with the Spirit of God and loves God, knows your word, and says, listen, I don't know everything, but I know this, and I can share it with you. And if I need to pass you on to somebody else that knows a little bit more, then you can go to them. Can I have an amen? But God will use you. I feel this. God will use you to help in the discipleship process. One plant, one waters, and God gives the increase. Stop thinking that you got to know everything before you can help somebody out. Thank you for joining us for Times of Refreshing with Pastor Napoleon Kaufman. This program is a production of The Well Christian Community, and we pray this message has blessed you in a special way. If it has, please let us know by contacting us today. You can write to us at The Well Christian Community, 2333 Neeson Drive. We're here in Livermore. The zip code is 94551. You can also contact us by phone at 925-292-7800. That's 925-292-7800. Learn more about us as well as drop us an email at our website, thewellchurch.net. Again, that's thewellchurch.net. On our website, you can also click on the link to access our page on Facebook or search for The Well Christian Community while you're on Facebook. You can also follow Pastor on Twitter with the address at Napoleon Kaufman, all one word. And then we would invite you to join us again next time as we continue our studies in God's Word for times of refreshing. Until then, may Jesus Christ be highly exalted in your life and may He bring you a peace that passes all understanding. Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.